it's time for musical theater the good the bad and the ugly hi guys welcome to today's episode i'm taylor or c3po for some of you I'm Jen in the floral mouse. And I'm in the 50th anniversary ones. Those are my favorite. They're so sparkly. But why are we all dressed in Disney, you may ask? That is because today's episode is about Disney cruise ship musicals. It'll be brought to you by Amanda because she knows 5,000 more information things about this that wasn't English than me and Jen do. You do realize, you do realize this is me requesting for us to make a Disney podcast. We started one in a bonus episode. If you liked what happened, let us know. The bonus episode is also going to be posted today. And maybe it'll happen one day. It's going to be called Breaking Jen. I was going to say, it'll be called the Breaking Jen podcast. They will break me and I'm okay with it. (laughs) Just a little preview, golf ball goofy. Our new bonus episodes will be Breaking Jen. So get ready for them every couple of weeks. Hopefully, it's going to be in the theme of the episode that you're going to watch. Exactly. So, on with today's episode, run by Amanda, Disney Musical Cruises. Musical Cruises? Oh, Disney Cruise Musicals. Where is my brain at today, universe? So, first of all, I want to to point out that on regular cruise ships, not just the Disney ones, musicals are a very, very big part of their entertainment lineup. Mm-hmm. And most regular cruise ship companies usually will license some kind of Broadway show or some kind of show that's like, you know, well known. Like ones I've seen on the ships are like Mamma Mia, Hairspray, Grease. Yeah. So um, when you go on these ships, these are like the flagship entertainment that's like mm-hmm. supposed to be like that one big piece of entertainment that you're going to see on the ship. And it's supposed to be like the the best thing you see on the ship. Yeah. And then, of course, they have smaller, a smaller musical or smaller show that also has the exact same cast in it that I've noticed. So, like, both casts have to know to do two different shows. Oh, wow. That sounds annoying. Yes. And, for example, when I saw Mamma Mia on Royal Caribbean, they also had a show called Come Fly Away with me. Mm-hmm. And I noticed midway through the show that the main female singer was also in Mamma Mia. She played Tanya in Mamma Mia. Ah. So I did notice that like, and all the other cast members were in Mamma Mia. So I'm like, okay, they have to know two different shows. If that makes sense. I just want to like establish that this is not just a Disney thing. They'll have like a flagship show and then they'll have another show that's like, it's still impressive, but it's not like. the Yeah. The differences though, from what I've been watching is when what it sounds like is normal cruises do broadway productions that they have gotten the rights to yes disney cruises are a little more creative yeah basically what they do is i like to say they have two different types of shows on in each cruise and i did split my categories up between these is they Mm -hmm. have a adaptation of a movie on stage and then they have the compilation musical meaning that it is a bunch of disney moments in one show those are the ones that sound interesting i've been looking at those they sound really cool. They usually have some one overarching theme that ties yeah. all the moments together. So um, first thing I want to like do, villains though, or wishes or. Yes. Yes. And like, it'll be 
multiple characters in the show. It's not just like one group of characters. And I'll go over that with you guys. Okay. Um, the first ones I want to talk about, and I want your guys' opinions. Mm-hmm. Like ones that are just straight adaptations. Okay. Okay. Some of them are like originally musicals, but then we, there are, there's one in there that is not originally a musical, but they turned it into a musical. Yeah. I may know. I may know. Intriguing. I may know it. The first one I want to touch on is mm-hmm. the Aladdin show. Yeah. It's basically a straight up adaptation of the one they do it did in the theme parks. Oh. And that's not even an exaggeration. They wrote original music to go with it. Yeah. This was the first time Jasmine ever got a song without Aladdin. Oh, wow. I don't think it was the live action version. No, no. It's the. It was the musical. Musical. Crucible slash theme park. Disney Parks musical. Yeah. I remember the Disney Parks one. Yeah. It's the exact same musical. Okay. Then yeah, I've seen it. And the cool part about that show is that the genie, he actually changes up his jokes like every couple months. Yes. To like match popular culture. Yes, so it's I remember funny that. Then. So it's funny then. Yes, you used to do that all the time. Because if you don't know me, I may not go on Disney cruises. I've only been on one Disney cruise. But I was the family that our one vacation a year for like 10 years straight was Disney World. Yes. And my favorite joke, though, is when he's explaining the rules of the wishes. <laughs> it's like, first rule, no wishes for more wishes. Okay. Second rule. You can't make someone fall in love with you. I call that. (laughs) I used all that magic on Taylor Swift. Shake it off. Shake it off. I've never heard that one before. I've never heard that one either. (laughs) And also when he intentionally makes fun of Jafar, when he makes fun of Jafar in the end, Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. so freaking hilarious. Like I, I implore anyone to watch it, watch these compilations um, but the funniest one I remember is that he, this, there's this one joke he always does. What, what would happen if your name was salt? What happens if your last name was pepper shaker? Um, so corny, but God damn it. I love that joke. He would be Sultan pepper shaker. Jen. Oh, oh. <laughs> we both got that at the same time. <laughs> Taylor and I are a little slow on the uptake today. <laughs> I was like, whose name's Salt in the Aladdin show? You look very good up close. You'd look better from Jafar. <laughs> and also, um, Lady Gaga calls she wants her uh she wants her cape back. That's basically the Aladdin show. It's basically what you would think about as Aladdin, but then they add some yeah. like they add like some original songs in it. Oh wow. And also, it's the only time you'll ever see yeah. a Yago on stage. Yeah? Because he's actually portrayed as a puppet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what... Mm-hmm. Yes. Because me and Jen saw the touring Broadway one. And I was like, I'm going to play Yago. There was no Yago. No, I forgot he was a puppet because I'm so used to saying I'm going to play Yago. Because Iago was um, a man in the version we saw in the Broadway. As yeah. much as I love the Broadway version... The park version has something about it that the Broadway version doesn't. It has a little bit of a hokiness to it. Yeah, they change it up and like it, it, it's more campy. Yeah, it's Absolutely. definitely more campy. Sometimes that works. Mm-hmm. And on top of it, the carpet is played by a woman. 
like a gymnast. Yes. I love that part. The only, the only character who's not in it is a boo, but they can make it work without a boo. I know, but I love a boo. I don't think a was and a boo old. in the Broadway version. No. No, he's not in the Broadway version either. He has no respect. And not to mention the this version is also the version where they are okay with painting a guy blue. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, don't worry, blue face isn't a thing. Unless you're trying to pretend to be a genie. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, genie can get over himself. We're not racist to genie. Okay. Second one I want to talk about. I'm 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 saving the more like absurd ones for the end of this list. Not the end of this list, but okay, so I'm gonna go from I'm gonna go from normal to not as in this category. Okay. Next we have frozen. Okay, normal. Frozen. Ordinary. Let it go. There's it's literally just straight from the screen to the stage. Yeah. That's the only thing they do. What are the differences for that you know between that and the Broadway version, if you know of any? They actually they actually do the trolls. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Yeah, they don't make them into like forced, like Navi looking things. Yeah. Yay. And I do feel though that the stage, like the cruise version, yeah, is like meets the Broadway version and the, the theme park version in the middle. See, now that seems like a very good, a very good point. Is that? Yeah. Sounds like something I would like better than the Broadway because it's not too Disney World, but it's not too Broadway. Yeah. It's just just the right amount. Good. And then the next I want to write do is they do Tangled. Yes. Tangled is my favorite of these. I was watching part of that. Tangled I saw it on is TikTok. the best one. I saw the first number. Yeah, Tangled is amazing. It's literally just straight from the movie. They don't really change anything. Like that's the amazing part about it. Like they add a couple songs. No, they do add a couple songs. Yeah, but every. Yeah. The live action musical of a movie usually adds a couple songs. Adds takes away. Yeah, and you also it's like it's really um well done. From what I saw yeah. it is, and that's the only version of Tangled ever that's been a live stage musical, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. And also Flynn and Rapunzel kiss in that version during I See the Light, which they don't do in the movie, which makes me mad. I know it makes so much more sense. Like it makes yeah. it more realistic. Come on. They're gonna go for it. Exactly. And and on top of it, I love how they do the hair cutting. Yeah. Because she starts off in the long glowing wig. Yeah, yeah. And I then saw that. it's like a flash, and then she, she has to remove the wig, uh-huh. throw it somewhere, and then she's in the short thing, like the short hair. Yeah. It's a little you can tell how they do it, but like But there's only so many ways you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, especially with all that hair. Yeah. And if you look at how they rehearsed it, you would have to see that the girl playing Rapunzel, she had to carry that rope of, of a hair oh, around just so she get used to having it on her. Yeah. Like, you know, around her arm. Yeah, see, that's one character I would not want to play just because I wouldn't want to deal with that hair. Exactly. I love Rapunzel, but I... I'm not dealing not. with that hair. Doing, <laughs> um, doing dance numbers with that on your arm. I'll play Maximus. That means you're puppeteering. <laughs> I'll play Pascal. I'll I'll be the little chameleon. See, that would have been a better answer. <laughs> Pascal isn't even in it. Oh, well, Jen, you're not even great. in it. <laughs> oh, great. I got cut. That's even better. <laughs> you know what? You know who Pascal, Jen can play? Yeah. You know who Jen can play? Oh. The back half of the back half of Maximus. Yes. 
<laughs> I, I I'm kidding. That that's the first role you thought of. You're like, I'll be Maximus. <laughs> I could have been anyone in the I had a dream number, but instead I decided to be Maximus. Does that mean in Frozen you're going to be Sven? I guess so. <laughs> I love Sven, though. No, Sven I would be great. Olaf. I would be Olaf. Yeah, you would be. I don't know who Jen would be then, but I would be Olaf. That's tangled, honey. I know, but it's in my head. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to be. I want to be Anna in the. I want to be Anna in Frozen. I'll join you. I'll be Olaf. I'll be Elsa. <laughs> Yay! That means you have to deal with that clunky, uh, that clunky costume change. So That's true. okay. I've done worse costume changes. Okay, so next one I want to talk about. Mm-hmm is they turned the live-action Beauty and the Beast into a musical for the stage. Oh, wow. So oh. they do perform They do perform the musical, the, the songs from the live yeah. action. So they do do my favorite from that movie, which is Days in the Sun. I do love that song. Yeah. Regardless of how many problems that live-action movie has, I, I know, love no, that I'm number. obsessed with uh, Evermore, whatever the Beast song is called. Evermore, yes. yes I'm obsessed yes. with that song. So they do that, and then, of course, they do it with puppets instead of um, fully clothing the uh, the actors who are supposed to be the the enchanted objects. So instead of doing clothing like the movie, they're puppets. But is it like the the Disneyland version? Is no Disney World is them in full on creepy no, costumes. It's so basically and or like yeah, basically what they have them is that they're dressed up like their human selves, mm-hmm. like the end of the movie human selves, or then they're carrying around their puppets. Huh. Now that's an interesting huh. take on it. Yes. And I actually originally was like, why is Lumiere dressed like he is in the end of the movie? Oh, he's carrying he's carrying a puppet. And I actually particularly like the puppets because they're very well beautiful and they're beautifully made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now we're going to go a little more absurd. Okay. It's a musical called Twice Charmed. This one is, do you guys remember how there was, I don't know if anyone here remembers it, but there was a Cinderella 3 sequel where they- Yes, yes. I feel like I'm the only now, person that knows of that thing. What's her face? I know that too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Now take that concept and put it on stage. Ooh. But tweak ah. it a little bit so it's a little more campy. Yeah. Well, that movie was already so campy to begin with. Anastasia was like. But instead of but instead of the the sisters stealing the wand, mm-hmm. they get mm-hmm. a wicked fairy godfather. Oh goodness! It's basically a, a twist in time, but it's like on stage. If that makes sense. Do you think it works? Yeah. Most people say that any Cinderella sequel does not work. Yeah. But they do put at the ball into it. Yeah. But that number at the ball from, from the sequel. Yeah. Remember that one with the mice? Yeah, they do put that in the, in Aww, the musical. Oh, that's cute. So you see Jack-Jack and Gus trying to explain to the prince. Are they like puppets or full-on like I'm meeting you at Disney They're full-on. Basically, they make a thing where like the fairy godmother misfires and she turns them giant. <laughs> So it's basically two actors with human faces, but then the rest of them are mice. Okay, then. I don't know how to imagine that, but... And then, like, there's a point where they're running around the ballroom and they're trying to catch them. And then the Grand Duke who saw the mice was like, no, don't hurt them. They're amazing musicians. (laughs) Just look it up. It's a thing. It's it's an acid trip. (laughs) Most of these sound like acid trips in the best way. Now, the next one... Is not as absurd, but it is stretching it because this is shouldn't probably like should never been turned. I mean, not saying never should have been turned to a musical, but it's a little out there. 
Okay. They turned Toy Story into a musical. Yes, Toy I Story. almost sat through all of that. I made it through the first 20 minutes yes. and fell asleep. It is actually really good. I've seen part of it, too. Taylor, I think we saw part of that together in college, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I watched the first, like, 25 minutes before bed, and then I fell asleep recently. Mm-hmm. So I know what you're talking about to an extent. And fun fact, the actor who played um, the original Elder Price mm-hmm. in uh, On Book of Mormon, yeah. he actually played Woody at one point in that show. Oh, wow. I wonder if I saw that. I don't remember. Really? Yeah. Yes. That's great. Or one of the elder prices. Maybe it was, uh, it, maybe it was, I don't remember. I think, no, no, it was the original. It was the original. Oh, wow. Because I saw that in his, um, in his bio when I, um, when I saw the show. Interesting. The way this musical, from what I saw, is created is, it's not puppets. It's not people like, I'm dressed like a pig. They're literally supposed to look like the toys. They like, it's a plastic, ginormous T-Rex. It's not. A puppet, if you've never seen this before, it's not a puppet, it's not someone dressed like this. It is literally a huge T-Rex taller than the guy playing the Woody character. Yeah. Well, no, they are puppets. Yeah. Like, they are puppets to an extent. Like, Ham is a puppet, Mr. Potato Head's a puppet, but they're, like, full body. Like, you know, you don't see the actor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're inside the thing. It's kind of like whenever you see, like, Big Bird or something like that. Yeah, it's that concept. Now, but the, that is probably the most out there state movie to stage kind of thing. Yeah, because they had to write if all those n- new songs and stuff. Like they had the yes. background music that was in it. You got a friend in me and all that, but yes. But they also do. Um, there's like that's why we're here. We are the all star cast. And also, I love that the fact that you know it's they make them look plasticky. They're not I know, like you really can cool. you can tell like it, if you look at some of these things it doesn't look like fabric. Not at all. Like it looks plastic. And I also would love to know what it feels like to have a giant ring on your back while you're trying to perform. <laughs> Please, they're all crazy costumes. Like just being buzz you're in like yeah. a big bulky spacesuit. Plastic thing. Yeah, big yeah. plastic spacesuit. Woody's the only one who has a simple easy costume to work with. And all their wigs are plastic, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a snap-on kind of thing. Now, the next thing I want to talk about, and what do you guys think about, like, you know, trying to transfer a movie onto the stage, logistics-wise? If you can do it, I think it's a great idea. I've always wanted to see as many things, especially ones that aren't musicals, turned into musicals. As weird as Toy Story the musical sounds, I love the concept of being able to actually it's like Nemo see it yeah like finding Nemo the musical yeah, like is like Nemo my favorite Nemo's thing song. as a child personally I wouldn't say I was a tomboy but I was always into as much as I love musical theater more like finding Nemo Toy Story well Tarzan's technically not exactly a musical but it was on Broadway but like things like that the more ones that you would say I guess are like gender neutral or non-princessy musical things yeah. So as a theater kid, to see those now in a musical form is like my favorite thing ever. Yeah. And I realized when I was looking into these that they try to, yes, there are some princesses thrown in there like Tangled and Being the Beast and Cinderella, mm-hmm. but they try to cater to everybody, if that makes sense. Yeah, but even Cinderella is like the third one. Like, I'm one of those weirdos that liked Mulan too. And like, no one gives a crap about that kind of stuff. <laughs> so I love that. Honestly, honestly, Mulan too was a little... um. I only liked the song with the three princesses. Well, yes. Mulan <laughs> 2 was like a that. little too hokey for my my taste. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just love, love that song. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's the one where they're like... Um, How does it go? 
Oh my god. I feel like you know the best part is other girls. You know what I would say? If we did that, we should do a karaoke of us doing that. Free like other girls. Get to be. Get to I like this movie too much. And I have gone from C3PO to Mike Rosowski. Deal with it, podcast universe. Okay, now I'm gonna talk about the compilation musicals. Can be sometimes can be a little high concept. Yeah. Um, or not like hot concept, mm. but like you have to you they they have to make a framing device. Yeah. So that it makes sense that all these characters are like trying to it's basically like Disney characters trying to teach someone a lesson, not like a bat, like you know, like this is what the meaning of magic yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. So the first mm. one I wanna type yeah. touch on yeah. is I remember it's called Believe. That one I haven't heard of. So this one is framing device is a father who was a botanist and his daughter is, he's very scientific and basically scientific, scientific. <laughs> but basically what they do is um, his daughter is into magic and she actually starts off the show dressed like a sorcerer Mickey. Mm-hmm. And he's dressed like, you know, a normal scientist and he's trying to figure out like how to make this new flower he's making grow. And she's like, magic. And he's like, no, science. Interesting. And then um, the genie comes in and tries to teach him from, like, with magic users. Yeah. How, like, you know, about magic and how, like, there's magic in the in every little aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, he brings in, like, Mary Poppins and he brings in the fairy godmother and he brings in Merlin and he brings in, he brings in Mama Odie and, you know, from yeah. Kiss the Frog and... He brings in all these different magic users. And also, they have a number with Baloo. <laughs> okay, then. Okay, that one is, like, it's okay. Like, you know, it's it's just a reason to have all these characters come up, you know? Yeah. Next, yeah. we got Disney Dreams. This one I've actually seen. This one is about um, this little girl. She's going to bed. Yeah. And she dreams up that Peter Pan comes to her room. And brings her on a magical journey. And she's basically reading him stories. And while she's reading him the stories, uh-huh. you know, they they happen in the background. Oh, see, I've seen something like that before. Yes. And that one is basically just her telling him stories. Like, you know, Wendy does with Peter. Yeah. And I have to say, that one has the best Peter Pan costume. Yeah, what does it look like exactly? It, it's like a leaf design. Like, it's meant to look natural. Oh, kind Not of like, like, what am I thinking of? One of the live action Peter Pans. The one I used to yes. be obsessed with. What the hell is that called? It's just called Peter Pan, but yeah, it, it's the one with the with the blonde one. Yeah, the little blonde boy. That was the one I was obsessed with. Yeah, so he looks like yes. that. If you, anyone out there knows what I'm talking about, yes. And also, I want to point out this is one of the few shows that they've changed yeah. to add newer Disney stuff into it. It used to be like Lumiere, but now it's like Lumiere was the puppet. Now yeah. they have Olaf come in instead. Hmm. I don't know if I like that or I don't like that. No, no. I mean, like, but they want to change it so that, like, you know, newer properties come in. True. Next, I have the Golden Mickeys. Uh-huh. Now, the Golden Mickeys, Framing Device is an award show. Yes, I was just reading about that one, like, and an hour ago. basically what it does is it's awarding. It's like the Oscars, except they're awarding characters, like, for, like, best, you know, like, you know, kind of, like, for best things, like, you know, um, like, an award show would. Yeah, isn't it mainly classic characters or a mistake? Yes, but I like that they put Quasimodo in there, and it makes me happy that they give him Quasimodo a little bit of love. 
He has his costume similar to the Broadway one, or is he creepy looking? Did they no, no, he... One? They do give him a mask, but he's not, like, creepy. What are the songs like in these original-type situations? It's yeah. just, like, classic Disney songs. Oh. It's just, like, they say, you know, like, let's ask Mary Poppins, and they go into super califragilistic. Okay. Or, sense. like, let's ask Tiana, and they do dig a little deeper. It's literally, like, an excuse to use the entire cast that is on the ship. Okay. To get these really big numbers done. Yeah, it makes sense. And then you can do like, stuff that already exists without having to yes. do like, an mm-hmm. effort plot. Yeah. Now they have one called Once Upon a Song. Yeah. This one's framing uh-huh. device isn't really a story. It's more of just like a bunch of singers uh-huh. doing Disney music. It's not as, it's the least entertaining. Like, it's, I'm not saying it's not entertaining, but like, it's the least. It's a Disney song cycle. Yeah, basically. But it's just singers. There's no like characters in it. Uh-huh. And then. Wishes, That's the most which pop, one of the most popular ones. It's the frame yeah, is high school high school seniors. Yeah, trying to figure out what they yeah. want to do with their lives after graduation. Yeah, it's because it's the most relatable. Nice. That's why it's so popular. Yeah, definitely. And I like it because it starts with them in a like in a mock version of the Splash Mountain ride vehicle. <laughs> That's great. And they're like talking about how when they were kids, like they're like, look at this photo of us as princesses. And then as your brother, as Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Then you got the one that is the the fever dream of this list. Villains Tonight. Yes, I was just watching that. The opening is my favorite thing ever. Just the opening. That is an acid trip all of its own. That show alone is an acid trip. 80s and that opening and they made it Maybe this should be something that's on the Break Gen podcast. Yes, it needs to be. I saw like the first 15 minutes and it broke me. I've seen the whole thing. And then locking the door and saying, too bad, you can't get out of here. It is an acid trip of a show. This is, you can tell the, whoever was in charge of making this show, this is when you can tell that their imagination muscles were really going. (laughs) Basic framing device of it is that Hades is having a party in the underworld. And he, Uh but he finds out from the fates that he can't be the king of the underworld if he's not evil enough. Like, this place has not been evil for a very long time after Hercules defeated you. They're like, no, you don't Uh see the name Hercules down here. And they said, what did you say? The H word? (laughs) That's my favorite part. No, you don't say the H word. And on top of it, Pain and Panic are live actors. Yes. Dressed like their movie counterparts, and it's amazing. They open the whole show. Taylor, that would be you and me. You guys would be painted Panic. Right, I, I can see you guys do that. Yes, I know. Instead of saying Lord of the Underworld, the world, they say Lord of the Underwear. <laughs> he's like, that's not my title. He's like, okay, then who are who do these belong to? And they bring in a bunch of these like giant boxers. <laughs> this show, from what I saw, is a it's an acid trip. trip. Like, it's, it's amazing. Not like one of those where it's just okay. You're gonna sing this song now. You're gonna sing this song now. It's like, no. Here is this weird concept where Pain and Panic come in and. You get locked in hell, and the souls are singing a song. And welcome to the underworld. And then the fates tell him that he needs to fill up this thing called an evilometer. So he actually goes and gets the help, and he sends Pain and Panic to go get the help of the different Disney villains. But the thing is, they don't make the villains the way they classically are. Yeah, they design them mm-hmm. so they are like they still there are themselves, but they have like a certain like look to them mm-hmm. for example like when they go to get Cruella de Vil it's like Project Runway <laughs> see I didn't make it that far I need to 
or Ursula is a cabaret singer, or like Scar is a biker dude. Oh my goodness. Or Yzma is just Yzma. Like her, it's just Yzma and Kronk. <laughs> They're my two favorite things ever. Freaking God. Like, you know what wins this for this musical? Kronk for me. Kronk is the best villain of all time. He's not even he's a villain. He's the only but... official evil Hufflepuff. He's not even and a then villain. They do, like, he's just... Wait, then Captain oh, Hook, God. they literally sing the version of, you know, um, Yoho, Yoho, the Pirate's oh, Life for me. The version that was done by the Jonas Brothers. Seriously? The one from the Disney Mania album? That's the literal version that they sing in the show. If nobody knows what Disney Mania is, that's my childhood. It's Yo-ho, Yo-ho, a pirate's life for me, Yo-ho, that version. And I was laughing when I heard that. Another thing that I like to point out about the show is Yzma's song yeah. is from the TV show. Oh my god, is it? It's Yzmopolis. Yzmopolis, my metropolis, the yes. perfect place to be. That song. Because I'm the weirdo that was just watching that show two weeks ago. They performed that live on stage. See, this is probably out of everyone you stated. My favorite one. This is right in my mindset of crazy. Yeah. It's such an acid trip, but it's such like a, it seems like such a great show, like a great yes. premise. And like it's creative. That. They're not just coming in as like themselves. They're given like a different style besides Yzma. <laughs> like and a, then the way they do Ursula's style. tentacles, like the way they do Ursula's tentacles is actually really cool because mm-hmm. they do move. Oh, wow. I'm pretty sure it's just fishing wire attached to her hands, but. Still. It's really fun. I it's a it's a fun show. Like you can tell the cat the actors are having a real fun time doing it. And on top of it, they also have a little section called villain chat or like evil chat, <laughs> where basically the uh, the evil queen and Maleficent have an evil off. And there was like, where did you two meet? Facebook. Facebook. It's so of its time. I'm going to warn you guys, some of the jokes are so dated in that show, but it's so funny. <gasps> it's okay. It appears to our generation. Well, then that's perfect. I wouldn't get annoyed by it. Some of the little yeah. kids out nowadays may be really confused and think we're old millennials, but whatever. And then, of course, then Kronk, I wouldn't either. Kronk hosts a heart-to-heart between Jafar and Iago. <laughs> Disney did to themselves. That's yeah. the best thing ever. It's probably the most yeah. acid trippy of all their musicals that they do on the cruises. Well, apparently that's a good thing in my mind. And also on top of it, I feel like I'd get drunk and go see that musical and feel like I hallucinated it. <laughs> Be like, what did they put in my drink? <laughs> What's in this drink? Because I went to go see Legally Blonde on a cruise and yeah. I had a couple of too many cosmos. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like it would the same thing would happen. Well, most likely, but probably worse, just because the show's already acid tripping yeah. without the drink. All right. Hi, universe. Things have changed since we paused this podcast and came back. Jen had to leave because she had work. Jalen, whom you may have known from other episodes, has now joined us. In the second half of this podcast on Disney Cruises, we will actually be watching the one we just talked about and reacting to it live with someone who has no clue what the heck this musical is about. Or has anything with this episode about. So, sit back, relax, turn on Villains Tonight, the Disney musical on YouTube, and join us and hear our live reactions. I've only seen the first 10 minutes. He, Jalen, has seen nothing. And get our live reactions to this weird musical. And here we go. My name is Panic. There are so many of them. Now, normally our boss Hades would be the one to welcome you to the underworld, but he, um... Well, um, 
Well, he, um, he's not here at the moment. Uh, he's been acting kind of weirdly. Hey! Well, you know, it's like he hasn't really been himself. That's mean, you know, ever since Hercules. Yeah. Hey! You know we're not supposed to mention that name. What name? Hercules! <laughs> now, I know most of you are visiting the underworld for the first time, but don't worry. We will be distributing your copies of the Underworld for Dummies! Yay! Yay! Oh yeah, and uh, for those of you who feel like you're not really supposed to be here, or you'd uh, rather be at the sports bar, <laughs> well, too bad, because the doors <laughs> are locked off. Thanks for visiting the Underworld! Chin. Keep in mind that they play this in the, in the room. Work done because you don't look a day over a squillion. 
right. That's a trillion. I gotta be honest. It's more I than a trillion. A ah, that's an insult. So give it to me straight, you freaking Well, they don't killer. mind. They laugh. Apparently. What's the old eyeball? Got in store for me today, huh? Lottery winner? Book deal? Disney sequel that's not direct to DVD? We can't be the quality known of the underworld. Hold on to... So listen up. If you don't get more even, then you will no longer rule. What? If I don't get more evil, I can no longer rule? Duh! Yeah, Didn't you hear what she said? Here in the underworld, huh? Are you joking? Ever since Hercules defeated you, it's been like Club Med down here. Wow! You had to bring up that name, huh? Before we go, Hades, one final ride. You must prove you're truly evil in just one evening's time. Uh -oh. <laughs> And Jen be paying her in panic. Which one would that be? I think she would be panic. You would be paying. <laughs> then who's Hades then? That second joke did not. That second one didn't age well. No, not at all. Hey Taylor, as a prop master, how hard would that be to rig? Very. Like, there'd be a lot of lights and electronics going on in that thing. It's really cool looking. I'd love to make that. They also have one in Twisted Tale. They do the same thing, but with the Fairy Godmother's wand. Oh wow. Wands and staffs would be my favorite thing to make. You just have to you just have to tell him to not press the button. Yeah, pretty much. Magic is all about timing. Because I noticed that a lot of Disney shows do that. Oh wow, acrobat.
Pain and panic in the background. Oh my god. Is he really? Who's doing the hand jive? Yeah, that's you and Jen. Oh, my goodness. Come on, the number wasn't that hard, all right? Jeez, pick up a shake weight. Okay. Oof. All right, listen up, you mugs. We don't have much time, see? Yes, 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 We'll deliver these invitations. Wow, yeah. invitations? Yeah. Is the hoedown back on? Ooh, whatever shall I wear? Perhaps my blue gigam number. No, the hoedown is not back on, bird-brained. This is for Maleficent. Maleficent? Maleficent! <laughs> and this is Angelina Jolie Maleficent. No. no. Yes, Hades? Yes. Why it's that dramatic pause? This is for the evil queen. I'm lost. Can't deliver these and get back here ASAP. As slow as possible. Check. Why don't you just conjure them up, Bob? No. No, 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 no. No. You don't conjure these babes. You have to invite them. So don't touch any spinning wheels and don't eat any apples. No apple pie, no apple teenies. Don't even try to order the new iPad. Got it? Got it! Oh, what'd you get? I can't tell you. It's a surprise! Oh, let me see. Surprise! Hey, 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 hey. Are you forgetting something, meatheads? Oh. <laughs> like a sack and Cody Cruz. <laughs> it's so dated. I know. So baby dated. You folks are my new friends. When, when was this made? Um, 2010. Yeah, I think. That makes sense. Anywho, there's not a thing to worry about. Proving the fates wrong is going to be a piece of cake. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> not even pain and panic can screw this up. Ooh. Do what? Payne, we should not have stopped. Whoa. Would you relax? We're just gonna have a quick little sippy sippy. Payne, deliver the invitations and get back to the underworld. No time. But when the boss finds out that we... <laughs> I mean, if, if the boss, the boss finds find out. out. If. If it's good. good. Mermaids and men and other ocean species. The Undersea Lounge is proud to present the one and only Sorceress of the Sea, Poseidon? Ursula. Ursula. Oh. And her costumes are pretty. Look at that costume. I know, really. Yeah, I think it's fishing wire making. Fishing. Wire. 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 Whatever. 
Making her tentacle moves. Well, hello, Hans. Or at least the first two. My, 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 aren't you adorable? Ah, you had anime oh, logic, but okay. How's it anime logic? Don't think about it. Oh. <laughs> Ew, podcasters. <laughs> that wasn't him. There's only two of them, sweetheart. You don't know what you're missing. <laughs> For unfortunate souls. Yes, thank you. She has a lobster on the back of her head. Oh wow. Yeah, she does. This one longing to be thin out that one wants to get the girl. And do I help them? Yes, Those poor unfortunate souls. So sad. So true. Skippity bada bada bop bippity boppity boo. And I help them. Yes, I do. What do you say we bring out my gorgeous secrets? Or as I like to call them, the Pearl Oh, yeah. Oh, Let's see. Oh, they're actually pretty. Mm. He has pom-poms on her boobs. <laughs> Wait, what'd she say? One of them has pom-poms on her boobs. Ah. Hmm. Boy, they gave Sailor Moons the an update. <laughs> One has a lobster on her chest. <laughs> oh, I think the pom pom's supposed to be either urchins or sea sponges. No, it's algae. Oh, yeah. Oh. Algae, lobster, and. <laughs> oh, my dream girl now. Oh, boy. <laughs> Face. <laughs> you look so concerned. He's going through your head. Nothing. Nothing at all. Are you sure? Positive as a heart attack. Oh, they're eels. Yeah, Blossom and Jetson. Yeah. Look, the evilometer went up. Surprise. As this music I was so dated, but it's so dated to the right time period of my life. I warned you! There's millennia over it and all over it.
Oh my god. Don't make me come up there! <laughs> wow! How did he do that? Deliver those invitations! Wow! <laughs> I mean, shouldn't abusing your henchmen count as something evil? I mean, come on. Not evil enough. He's ruling hell. He has a Rolodex! He has a Rolodex! Oh, damn. That is truly dated, dated. Saw a sign that said wet floor. They did. Oh my god. All right. I'm gonna take the bump this meter up big time. I need someone truly evil, powerful, ambitious. Prince John. Ooh. I hate that little thumb sucker. <laughs> Good point. True. He's not that evil. Lotso the bear. Our story three. Oh, he brings that baby with him. And... True. Gaston. He's now, pretty evil. Seriously, folks, if I wanted an unbalanced, egomaniacal, pseudo ladies man, I'd just call Charlie Sheen. No! <laughs> yes! This is a children's musical! Yeah. And yet we cannot do producers. They say I'm crazy. Hmm. <laughs> audience member that? said something. I think they said you are crazy. But he's Queen of Chow. I'm not gonna lie though, Scar's kind of hot in this. Sound like monkeys. They're not the good ones. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. David Bowie in the labyrinth energy. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can see that. Is he making hyenas fawn over him? Well, yeah, doesn't Star always do that? He's the biker guy. They normally follow him, not fawn over him, like as if, as if he's the hot thing and they're swooning. <laughs> Like, because I saw Hyena just swoon over that guy. I think it's funny that you can see his chest strap. No, his chin strap. <laughs> True. I didn't forget as, like... <laughs> well, I guess it's supposed to look like a biker helmet, so you can see the chin strap. Okay. Oh, 
Also, look at the top what of his hat. <laughs> oh, boy. Krog will always be my favorite thing. I mean, there's only. You can't. I mean, so ugly. You can make a live. Person. You kind of have to use the actors that you have. Yeah, exactly. I mean, as, as yeah, you can't make someone as proof that the dinosaurs once ruled the earth as Cusco says. I would not be surprised if she plays another like pretty character. <laughs> I know, it's a shame. So obviously right there. I know, it's like it's it's like it's like putting a it's like a fire extinguisher in front of a fire. Is this a Broadway version of Isopolis, my Metropolis? Yes! Nana told me about this. Hey. I never thought I would say that. Life is so 
He's playing with a little thing on top of his hat. Oh my god, the radio guy. <laughs> the guys or the hell can I call the background dude? The guards? Yes, my goodness, those costumes. The guys are fighting bars. You can't tell if the guards are creepier and funniest things ever. Uh, they kind of look like discount Doctor Who villains from the classic era, so mix. So I say. What they look like? They look like a Doctor Doom. I don't know, and I must want to live in Ismopolis or like Chris Because only the cruise ships would put a Disney Channel song on stage. That would be cool. Just the show of Disney Channel songs, and not just High School Musical. Like it. No, no, but that's from the show. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. If we just made like a Disney Channel show. Job, Java. Not really. We're supposed to deliver the invitation. Oh, yeah, and um, one of them's for the evil queen. The evil queen. I happen to know the evil queen. Extremely well. That's of you and Jen. <laughs> yes. No way, who? Oh my god. <laughs> Look, you can look. He he's from ancient Greece. You can have more than one partner. Ish. Poisoned apple. Surprise! 
Well, it's like, <laughs> baby mama. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, evil queen, but Maleficent was played by Angelina Jolie. She brings sexy to the evilness. Grade school. Facebook. Oh. Facebook. We have an invitation for you, <clears throat> but I never get invited anywhere. Well, now you do. Dearest, lead evil in the underworld, and you're the most evil of them all. Oh, God. Her chin piece. I know. Her prosthetics are really bad. I know, really. Yeah. Like, really bad. They should have borrowed a page from Wicked for her. I know, really. So I see the straps on top of the evil queen head holding her crown on yeah exactly i mean yeah it's only on a disney cruise level budget but still. Oh, snap! travel mirror in my hand who's the most evil in the land still the... talking to mirrors i see Ooh. boy you really have snapped I I pop. Snap ah! Wait, this calls for a Oh, sorry. I, I heard. Oh, it's Boo. Oh, okay. Boo for your favorite villain, Evil Queen. You think you can bring it? Audience participation. One of my favorite things. Let's get ready to rumble! All right, everybody. Who thinks Maleficent is the baddest baddie? Boo! Boo! Many people. Oh, this whole audience for the evil queen. Okay, that's rigged. That's a rigged thing. She can turn to a dragon. More people are coming. Anyone does that on Halloween, man. Has more merch. Maleficent mm. has more merch. Evil Queen does. What the fuck? But I'm not going. Hades is gonna kill us. Yeah, you forgot his two his two main pieces of the board, man. You invited them. You invited them at the same time. Musical reference. Oh my Jesus. Yeah. <clears throat> See, Hades Bruce said I could do that. His chin piece is actually pretty good. That's the water slide on the ship. Dramatic pause. Do you know why he, his chin is glued on better? Because the actress who plays Maleficent have to change after that. Mm. Oh. <sighs> so ugly, their American Express card left home without him. Okay, no show. They went to the Haunted Mansion. They came out with a job application. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, that was a good one. They use a line of makeup called Why Bother? I feel you. Don't you mean throw in the toga? Aw, oh, shucks, folks. The confidence is overwhelming. Mm. Should I give up? Yeah! Oh, that's right! Because villains never give up! Until they Just die. Like Lindsay Lohan. <sighs> Stop. Stop it with Lindsay Lohan. It was, it was not I fine the first time. Joke, but she just makes it so easy. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I shouldn't kid her. Oh, Jaden! Got me the nicest necklace. Oh, my God. Everybody get that that's gonna get it? Why did your kid say F you? He, he, he said boo you, but if he, but if he did, then I and then that's... In kid terms of F you. Whoever that kid's parents are, I'm proud Disney, of them. Disney wouldn't allow this to air in the, in the skate rooms if he said that. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we now? Captain Hook. Oh, yay. Alright, well, let's Do you know what Disney Mania is? Is that a Let him figure part? it out. Yeah. Is it about costuming? Just let him figure it out. Wait for it. stars used to uh, make recreations of classic Disney songs. Guys. Nice. Ah. Listen to this number. That's the same actor who plays Scar. Ah, oh, makes sense. Actress in that tri corner hat. Mm -hmm. She has the same facial features as the one in Maleficent's costume. Same version. The Disney Channel Mania album. Guess who we're messing by? Cyrus? No, it was a male. Oh. Boys. Jonas Brothers. That's the Jonas Brothers version of Yo Ho. You have to admit, it's a jam. <clears throat> Because the original version of the game was here all over the beginning. 
Yeah. Mutiny! Yeah, Barbosa did it better. Twice. <laughs> Look, even this even the skull is singing. <laughs> He's crawling in the background. Okay. Why does Hades want this guy? He, he, he can't even control his own crew. Hades didn't invite him. He just shot oh. him. Oh. Hades God. didn't invite him. Yep. Design these outfits. That's the amazing thing. Disney villain that John Wick would want to hurt. <laughs> Come for my dog, I hurt you. Exactly. <laughs> you have some issues, lady. the same actress who was Welcome Evil Queen. Hot talk. See, I want to see what Amanda would do if she was in the front row. What was she was saying? <laughs> Welcome to Hot Talk. Your nose looks like it's melting. I'm enjoying it. Me, I be like, I loved you. I loved you in a year without a Santa Claus. Nice. Nice. 
try to keep time with the jokes. It works a lot better. Oof. Hawaii Talk Show, let's be honest, folks. If evil exists anywhere, it's in daytime talk. Am I right? Yeah, probably. Yes. Oh, yeah. The View, Good Morning America. I need to top off this evilometer. Ellen. With some chair throwing, trash talking, <laughs> evilometer racing craziness! The daytime talk show has where all the evil lies. Does that mean that the stay at home moms are evil? Because that's what they were invented for. No, 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 no. no. Day. From the audience, mm, give it uh, to me. Wait. Stay at home moms aren't evil. They are entertained by evil. I want to hear that. Exactly. They are bystanders in the bystander effect. He's basically having them do what the audience does in the Jerry Springer show. Yeah. Wave it like you just don't care. Ow. You're nearly hitting me. No. Ow. Hurts. Evil. Ow. Give me one of those nice hot talk hoops like this. Ooh, 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 go! All right! I, I like you guys. I think I'm going to keep you here. Ooh. For eternity. What if I believe in the Roman version of you? Do, do I get something better? All right. Pluto. Today's show is all about I get a planet-ish sort of thing. I'll take it. No, you get a dog. Now, evil sidekicks have been yeah. around since the beginning of time. LeFou, yeah. Sir Hiss, yeah. Kelly Ripper. Who the hell is that? Never. <laughs> Have you ever seen Kelly and Regis? No, no it's Regis, Regis and Kelly. Kelly. No. Well, are you hoping to get picked for the trivia at the beginning of the show? What do you do? <clears throat> you want that phone call from Regis, aren't you? Reach! I know what movie she was in! Yes, sidekicks. They're evil. They're loyal. But what? What? What's going on on the inside? Who cares? It's hot talk, not Oprah. Let's get on right. the show. It's hot talk, not Oprah. Yeah. Because uh, I know him from I know him from the commercials. Yes, I. He just Yeah, I know. Oh, my Thanksgiving dinner. You oversized big lighter. I just flew in from Agrafal, and boy, are my arms tight. <laughs> That's not a joke. I actually flew here. My arms are tired. <laughs> All right, settle down, you two. It's better than Ed McMahon. All right, now, Iago, I understand you're not very happy with your boss. Yeah, boss. He has it's more or less like a bill for everything they've done to him <laughs> or a formal complaint. Just a lot of prompt hat. <laughs> 
smells. He smells like a camel's butt. <laughs> oh God! Something smells like camel. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Wait, what happened to Kronk? Uh, he oh, made Kronk disappear. Oh, oh, no. Tell the audience exactly what's on your mind. And don't hold anything back. It must have been cold there in my shadow. To never have sunlight on your bed. All right, what's with the music? What's your work, Tink? Let me shine. That's oh, he has an original song. American Idol, all right? Can you, you always walk a step behind. It might have appeared <laughs> to go unnoticed. What are we in the tiki room now? Come on! Give me a break on it Tiki, 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 tiki room. I want you to know I know the truth. Of course, I know it. I would be nothing. Now kiss! No. <laughs> No, we can't have bestiality in Disney. We already have it. When? Be the Beast. That's weird. That's furry bestiality, not animal bestiality. Oh, Eat him! Eat him! He's feeling. Oh, yeah, look, there's also Yzma and Kronk, and then Smee and Captain Hook. Well, Smee's the only sidekick that's ever truly appreciated by your master. I don't think uh, Smee could survive. <laughs> Hook can survive without Smee. Yeah. I mean, Kronk isn't treated too badly either. True. Although she, although she didn't like his spinach puffs, and he, and she fired him in the last episode. True, but as dumb as rock as he is, she kept him around. Tando is thinking, him. He know you can. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Uh -oh. <laughs> We took your stuff. We took your stuff. I'm sorry, that's how we sing in Futurama. Futurama. Maleficent and the evil queen. Maleficent is not coming. Neither is the evil queen. What? Oh. No, don't cry. How am I supposed to respect you? You're crying. You're supposed to. Wait, does he cry? Does it? Is it gasoline when he cries? I don't think so. Or is it? Don't cry, it'll make your nose melt more. <laughs> no, poor pain and panic. I know, they're waiting to, they're, they're bowing, just waiting for something to happen. Oh my god! That is something I would say. You two brain 
Maleficent screwed things up. That's <laughs> 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 exactly what I'm doing. Like, Maleficent screwed me. No, but wait. Oh, Let me guess. When I go, I die. You're like, can I have your stuff? <laughs> He's two side chicks. Says. There's more than one. Always two there are. No more, no less. A main bitch and a side bitch. But which was destroyed? The main bitch or the side bitch? <laughs> Yeah, you got flushed on a soul toilet. You mean Don't say the H word. His head's actually smoking. His his head's actually smoking. Oh my god. Oh, that's cool. See, I like the original song. that day well in hell they say Hades evil mom father whose three sides is that day oh you can see the little emitter on the end of his staff <laughs> Too late. Oh, see, look, he gave them appreciation. Zap. I Oh, panic! Oh, I fell over. Okay, I thought it was by uh, accident, but okay. No, that was on purpose. Oh, 
is presenting Villains Tonight! Bravo, bravo. Now I need to hear everyone's thoughts on that, especially you. <laughs> what are your thoughts? It was okay. I, it was... Some of the jokes landed, it was... Some of the jokes didn't. Again, the out, the outdated references were fine in certain points, and I was like, wait, what? Otherwise, it was nice. It mm-hmm. reminded me of the um, House of Mouse Villains Takeover special. So. Oh, yeah, true. I forget that thing existed. You have to admit, though, the song Villains Tonight is a bop. Yes, definitely. Villains Tonight, Villains Tonight, Villains Tonight. See, I, I swear, that could work in every in any fandom. Like, God, imagine they sang that in Arkham <gasps> Asylum, Amanda. No, no, no. Do you know what I could see them doing now? Bring in the Marvel villains. Yes. Like, can't we just get, uh, where was it? Get Loki. He could sing. What was it Captain America the Musical? <laughs> oh, God, no. Yeah, no. from the TV show? No. We need Captain America the Musical on a cruise ship. No. <laughs> you know what? Give give fans a big enough budget that can make it happen. Or what was Steve Rogers the Musical? I forget what they called it. It was it was Rogers the Musical. Rogers the Musical. See, I need that on a... We could do that on a Disney cruise ship now. Well, you know that they actually do Marvel Knights on the ship, so, like, you know, you could go meet the Marvel heroes. Yeah, now I need to make Rogers the Musical a thing. I would love to see the... After seeing the Yzma number, I would love to see Emperor New, New Groove as an actual musical for some reason. Because you have the opening from the movie, and then you have... The only thing is, how are they going to turn him into a, like, how would they do the llama thing? Yeah. I couldn't tell you, but they, I would love to see that. You'd have to write original music, but. But no, like, you have to admit, though, that the production quality is, is, is you know, it's not, like, it's a cruisical, you know? Yeah, no, it's not like Broadway or anything. Remember that you're seeing this on one of the nights of your vacation. Exactly. It's entertainment. True. Like, you know. It's meant to be entertaining. It's not meant to be like, it's not meant to be like anything like ground bake breaking. Yeah, it's not like I'm paying $5,000 for my seat here. Yeah, literally, do you know how you get the tickets for this? You literally just walk in and sit. <laughs> That's literally so, what yeah. all you do. But for that, it's definitely very good production. Not and like, it's a part of the cruise, meaning like you don't have to pay shit to go see it. Exactly. Hmm. Good point. Which not saying that these these performers don't like don't do a good job because they do they they do fantastic with the material they're given. Exactly. No, for a cruisical, the actors still are very. And remember, and remember, most of these actors probably just don't just do this show. True. They probably do two shows. It's almost harder to be one of those actors than just a Broadway performer or something because of the audience participation. Mm. I feel like that would almost be harder to do. I could never do that. And the thing is, I will say, um, you can tell, like, you know, if you look at some of the women, you could be like, okay, I can see you playing Cinderella on another night, or I can see you playing Snow White on another night. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Like, because this is, like, the compilation kind of musical I was talking about. Yeah. And so, like, I can imagine on the same ship, they would do something like, like, one of the movie, straight to movies things, like, they would probably do, you know who what I could see? The actor yeah. playing Hades, he'd make a good genie. Most probably. He probably plays the genie in, in, in Aladdin if they do it on the same ship. Yeah. See, those actors are a lot more skilled than most people would think because they got to know both shows. Yes, they're performing the same show for probably months on end as this cruise. 
Well, they do, they do the show for like two days and then, no, they do the show for like two days of vacation and they strip the stage and ready for another show. Exactly. And then they're probably doing that rotation for like months on end. Mm-hmm. So and I guess that makes it easy to do both shows. But... And they do the show twice a night. Oh, wow. So they do it earlier. So basically the way it works is that it actually is surrounding the dining the main dining room schedule. So when one group is in the dining room, another group is in the theater. And then when the group in the theater is done, the dining room group, they swap. I'd give credit to those people on those cruises. You got to do two shows a night. You got to know more than one show and you're stuck out in the middle of the ocean. And not to mention, if you have to perform on a night that it's rocky, not like rocky, like rocks. I'm talking about like the boat. No, is no, we, we understand. We're both um, for podcast world. We're both photographers for a river cruise out here and we yeah. have to work below deck on the river cruise to print out photos yeah yeah i would not perform and dance it when the river gets rocky let alone the ocean yeah, yeah no i've seen like i remember when i went to go see hairspray on real caribbean it was really bumpy that night and i was like how are they pulling off these dances like i would fall on my face if the ship just went like this i have fallen on my face on a ship and you know it's kind of interesting because when i was on one of the royal caribbeans yeah i remember getting off and i was this was in um i believe it was it was in one of the islands and i remember we were sitting on the beach and i thought hey i think i recognize the people sitting next to us and you know because when you're on vacation you have a tendency to chat with the people who are on the beach with you because you're all on the same ship yeah you're there being like you know oh you know hey i've seen you at dinner or like you know and i asked her i'm like hey i know this sounds weird but I said, like, you know, I mentioned something about like, oh, do we share the same dinner rotation? And I've seen you there. And they're like, no, we're in the show. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. Because I'm like, oh, so I'm like, so today is your day off. And they're like, yeah, no, today is our day off. <laughs> they say anyone who plays a main character in the previous show gets their day off today. And then the other group, because they were doing both. Um, Because I remember when I was on that ship, it was, no, no, it was on Norwegian. They were doing Legally Blonde, Burn the Floor, and another show. So they said the group that does burn the floor, they're rehearsing right now. And honestly, like, could you imagine like playing a main character in one show and then having to be ensemble in another show? Oh, wow. That would be crazy. Yeah. Like, I wonder how hard it is to get jobs on cruises compared to like jobs in movies or on. You know, I actually have a friend who's done it. I should ask her. Yeah. Not a friend, but like I worked with her in the past. It was like on a different thing. Yeah, not even just like a... Disney cruise, but like a cruise in general. I know Disney's very picky about their stuff. You no, know, because I know that she worked for Old Caribbean. Oh, wow. Um, but I remember when I went on the ship, I also remember like you would occasionally see the actors like sprinkled throughout the entire, like all the entertainment. Yeah. Like when I saw Mamma Mia, I remember, I as I said before, like the actors would also sing in the other show. Yeah. But I also, when they did like the little parade for the kids, I recognize some of the actors being like, they put like little fishing outfits on. That's so cute. But the thing is, it was kind of like a little thing for the entire crew to do. So each met, like each section of the crew, they had like a different themed um, float for themselves. I know the actors, they probably had like, um, like, you know, like um, what's, you know, like the yellow rain jacket fisherman thing. Yeah. yeah. Like the people who were food services they were vikings they had people like the the maid like the housekeepers they were um they did like a chinese style boat looking thing and like you know it was like but it's like meant to be fun for the crew you know for the crew and the guests to watch some people look down on cruise uh performers obviously but i don't think you can 
And I know some of them even like don't even do the shows. They also do like lounge singing and they also like, I can't imagine being a cruise ship performer. Try and do like five different roles at once and then come back to me and look down at those cruise people like. And sleep in a broom closet with two other people. And on the upside though, you guys do become a little knit family because you're spending eight months together. True. Yeah. And you're the only, basically the only contact you guys get for eight months. Yeah. If you don't like your coworkers as a cruise performer, you're not going to have any fun. Either that or you have to go and find friends with the vacationers. Or no, well, or you find friends that are like in other departments. True. Because there's like a thousand people like, and not to mention um, when I remember one time I was, it was during the emergency call. I remember one of the actors was um, our captain when it came to like, when an emergency, so if like ship is going down, we all have to meet in this one spot. Yeah. To get into the lifeboat. One of our captains was one of the actors. <laughs> See, that's the other thing. You're not just an actor. You now have to know how to survive on a cruise ship. Exactly. And my favorite was your, so your captains are a part of the show and a steward. And I remember what they said was, you know, we're supposed to make this educational, but you know what? I'm going to show you clips from the Titanic and tell you what not to do. <laughs> Is one of them don't go on a cruise ship with um, Leonardo DiCaprio? No, no, no. But she says, see that? See how they're just paying attention to the music? Don't do don't, that. Don't, don't do, do that. that. Just get to the lifeboat. And she's like, don't worry, we have enough light bulbs for everybody on the ship. Buy me a cruise ship that does night to remember, and then I will give them my highest respects and regards. So not only do you need to know your role, but you also need have to need to know how to do emergency situations. And on top of it, you also, I also remember they said you also have to know what happens if someone goes overboard. <laughs> oh, <but> Jesus. <laughs> I actually asked someone who um, had to know how to do that. And they said, you literally have to, if you see that person go overboard, you have to point in their direction and keep going. And so that we know where they are. Um, one of the jewelry people who worked in the jewelry stores told me that. And you know why I found that out? Because someone went over when I was on the ship. You told me that story. That was mm -hmm. funny as hell. <laughs> it's funny, but not the time. Everyone was scared. Because yeah. they didn't want to tell anybody, but they were like, okay, well, you might. Everyone's like, why is the ship turning? Because you could feel it. Because it's because when the ship like turns a lot, you feel it. Yeah. And do you have to be to go overboard? She was drunk and it was at night, right? Yeah, she was drunk and it was at night. But they, they think that she was drunk and she was already suicidal. So. Oh, triple whammy. <laughs> God damn. So, but they managed to get her. They did manage to get her. She yes. didn't die. They managed to get her back on board. They no. don't know how. They don't know how she managed to survive because she was out there like for fifteen minutes. Like, oh goodness. And the Coast Guard managed to get her and they, but they ended up having to like put her in lockdown until we got to the next port. Yeah. And then that, then they sent her for like an, a psychological evaluation, probably. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, here's another fact about cruise ships. Did you know all cruise ships have a morgue on it? Yes. You just need one of those. <laughs> people, people die on cruise ships all the time. Yes. True. yes cruise ships are the favorite thing of old people. I do know a lot of old people who use cruise ships as their retirement home. It's very common down here. Uh, me in a cruise ship, like, I'm gonna, sir, we're about to sink. Uh, just give me a milk, an Oreo milkshake with some rum in it. I'm prepared to go down. But sir- Can I tell you something though, Jalen? Like if you go to on the Disney cruise, you can actually just go into the ice cream bar, have them make you a milkshake, then go over to the bar and ask you them to spike it for you. Yeah, we're going on a Disney cruise at some point. Yeah, we're, we're gonna go on the one with Vanellope Sweet Shop. 
Oh gosh, I'm now I want snacks, but I can't. Oh my god, we're gonna take Jalen on the aqueduct. Yes. The aqueduct of Claudius? I love that thing. Oh no, wait. no, it's a ride. Oh, sorry. I was watching too much ancient Rome stuff. But yeah, yay, that's, why, that's why Hades said he wanted to go on the aqueduct. Mm. It's a ride. I it's a ride on the on the ship. Yeah. It's a water slide. It's actually more of a water coaster than a slide. But, yeah, true. Yeah. Kind of the way it's set up. But with that, I am going to end today's episode. Now that you no. have heard a lot about cruises, we can keep talking on our own time, but I can only edit so much. So thank you for watching today's episode and listening to today's episode. Our YouTube channel may be dying a little bit, but I will definitely be putting the review of us, the reaction of us watching that up because that takes no editing. If you would like to stick around for more, we have our first bonus episode called Making Gen Die coming up this afternoon. No, no, no. It's Breaking Gen, not Making breaking Her Gen, Die. Not Making Her Die. Breaking Gen coming <laughs> Don't kill my T-Rex. <laughs> Breaking Jen coming out this afternoon. We showed her scary things. I've, I heard. And then next week, we will be seeing even scarier things as we talk about the horrible, horrid music and film, musical and film, Cats. <laughs> my cats have lost their mind. Now, Warning to all who comes to the Cats episode, this is the one musical I think we will be shitting on more than any other musical out there in today's world. So, come back next week for that. I have been told we'll probably have a guest. So, if you would like to meet them, come and join us. Thank you, and do not fall off your cruise ship. Good night. Musical theater. The good. The bad. And the ugly.